Steve Jones presents Jonesy's Jukebox. You're listening to Jonesy's Jukebox, KLOS. How are you? It is 12 after 12 bells on a Thursday. It's absolutely gorgeous out right now. Clear as a bell. We got a good help in the rain around 4 o'clock, and it stopped around 9, well, where I live anyway. It was great, and now it's clear. Beautiful. Um, <clears throat> I just want to say a couple of things. That was uh, Brian Eno. Here come the warm jets. Yesterday was Brian Eno's birthday. He was 61. 71. 71. That's, that's what I said, man. No one listens. 61 is code for 71. Don't you guys get it? Jeez. And then... That's bull. And then we had um, David Bowie's Heroes, which Robert Fripp plays a bit of that guitar on that track. And he's 63 today. 73. I know, Shovel. I know. I got it. Fripp played guitar on on Heroes and uh, blah, blah, blah. Co-wrote it with David Bowie. I don't think he gets credit, though. I don't think it says um, Bowie Fripp on Heroes. Could be wrong. I asked David. Well, I... I um, this is the Dandy Walls, by the way, if you're tuning in. When I... Just after we had graduated from high school, me and some of my friends were snowed in on Mushrooms coincidentally, uh, and all we had was um, Heroes and Dire Straits live, maybe Love Over Gold live. That's all we had. And we were trapped on mushrooms in this house, snowed in for, you know, a complete night. So we were 13 hours with just two records to listen to, and I, I just I was very young, and I just thought, you know, when I come down from this, these mushrooms, I'm going to drive, I have a Volkswagen van, I know how to fix it, I'm going to drive to where Bowie is. I'm going to ask him why did he make this just total English jazz jerk-off record with one amazing song on it. Yeah. And the rest is just Brits trying to do jazz, right? So or be German. Cut to, or be German. Cut to, were they, was that a lot of Germans? What are you talking about, even, heroes? Even finer. Um, yeah, I don't know who played on it. I know, you know, it was part of that whole Berlin yeah. era for him. Um, uh, for them, all of them, Lou and, and Jim and all those guys. But... Um, Anyway, the, the, my point being, uh, I finally got to ask him about 18 years later. We were sitting on my tour bus, our tour bus, listening to, you know, we went out, David and I went out with our CDs and we listened to each other's new records. And I said, hey man, I've been, I've been meaning to ask you this since I was about 18 years old. Why did you just make this jazz jerk-off record? And, I mean, it's, you know, it's not even like, it doesn't sound like it came from, like, heavy, like Blue Note or anything cool like that. It's just kind of like... Pretty wanky and fun. and it's I mean it's cute I guess. What's he say? Uh, but with this one amazing song, he goes, "Well, Courtney, back in the days, um, you know, labels were into the long view of an artist's career, and um, and we felt that we all agreed that um, I should make this just jazz jerk off record. It would be good for my image and make me and make me seem critically on a higher level. Yeah. Um, except that uh, I saw every night. Uh, two figures would go out to the Berlin m and meet at the Berlin Wall, kiss, 
talk a little and walk off yeah. together. And uh, and so um, I just, you know, and he was kicking heroin at the time, so he said he could never sleep. So he was just up all yeah. the time with his grand piano, and he was, yeah. and he would he would wait for him to show up, and he'd sit there and start playing, waiting for my man, yeah. the chords, and oh ha ha ha, oh there they are, oh now he showed up, and uh, and he said, and that that's heroes, and other than that, it was going to just be you know this kind of Germany, I thought it was just a bunch of English, kind of you know jazz nerds on it. I didn't, like, I didn't know there was Germans. You like Noi and bands like that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, crowd, crowd, crowd rock. rock. You know, I wrote a graphic novel that um, takes is about a German art noise band that disappears, and I invented a German art noise band that disappears and that disappeared in 1978. Yeah, yeah. It's a graphic novel called One Model Nation. You should get it. It's cool. I, I don't read. It, you don't have to read. It's a it's a comic. Oh, it's book. pictures. Yeah. Okay, now I like comic it. Book. Now I'm in. Yeah. It's pictures. I made, I'm in. We made the record too. Uh, total Verks. Verks? Total Verks. <laughs> Your papers 19, are in order. 1968 to 1977. And what's the band called in the... One Model Nation. Yeah. Fatted. Hey. How are you? Yeah, good. Nice oh, to see you. By the way, wait. Thanks, uh, the Bowie, that character, that was actually Tony Visconti would go out. Right. You know. Right, he was the one with the bird, kissing the bird, right? I, I guess so. Apparently, I, I, his girlfriend at the time. Um... Uh, uh, po very possibly May Pang. That's who David thought it was. The Japanese least. bird, Chinese bird. Yeah, yeah, the one that um, that I think Yoko set John up with when she said the we last have weekend, a, a year off. Yeah, the last weekend that lasted for a year. She said, "This is May Pang." The legend is. I mean, I could probably. Who ask. knows? Do you know watch Netflix? Fun to fun to talk about though. Legend, I do legends. You, have you seen that John Lennon thing? Um, Above Us Only Sky. It's a new new. No, show. I haven't seen that yet. No, fantastic. Is it? Yeah, I'll watch anything on John or it's the Beatles really or good. anything like I've that. I've never seen it before. It's a, a lot of it is a, a recording of Imagine. They were doing it in his house in the country, and then they go to New York, and it's all in the studio. It's him working the songs out. It's so good, man. It's, is uh, it makes you gives you a better light on him. Like okay. who he really? Because they did they did the movie the Imagine movie, which is yeah, has a lot of really funny scenes in it. My favorite is uh, what's the producer of the Wall Sound guy uh, Spectre. Spectre when Spectre's trying to do the harmonies on the Oh yeah yo yeah Oh yo and oh. you know and he's, oh that's not right you know, <laughs> oh. that was quite like a, it was a bit of an uncomfortable. I would imagine Situation. that guy would yeah. make you uncomfortable. Even yeah, Specter, John Lennon telling Specter, now go in and sing this harmony to my wife. <laughs> it's about my wife. Yeah. And she's in the control room running the, she's got sheets of paper in her hand and starting oh. and stopping it. It's just, you could just see the that Specter is just happy. Yeah, the spinal tap, spinal tap moment. Wow. So you're playing tonight at the theater, the Ace Hotel. Yes, we are. This is bigger than last time. Last time you was at that Regent place. No, the Terragon. Yeah, we did three nights there. At the Terragon? Yeah, the ter Terragram. Whatever it's called, yeah. And mm -hmm. now you're playing the Ace yeah, Hotel. It's, yeah, it's really nice. And you can you can have a rager on the roof, just go straight up after the... You don't have to get in cabs and try to organize who's riding with whom and to get to the Zia's DJ rager afterwards. You there's just, a party afterwards? On the roof, yeah. 
with the Cosmonauts and the Vacant Lot. Yeah, these bands are amazing. Yeah. Both of them are absolutely stellar. So have you been on the road for a while? In ten days, maybe. I think. No, yeah, we don't go out for very long, you know. And yesterday you... you it gets were... tiring. Oh, yeah. Yesterday we were in Zion, the park, not the concept. And I uh, think we were actually in the park next door to the Zion, though. It was like Snow Canyon. Oh. Yeah. Zion Light. So yeah, I could have exactly. dug up and taken Poor man home. Zion. <laughs> I could have dug poor retired ladies. Zion is what it was. They were having aerobics in the pool when we arrived. Yeah, it was cocooned. Yeah, it was a, episode. <laughs> Zia got involved. I walked by the pool and I just see Zia in there. She's got these these paddles that are meant to cause extra resistance underwater. And all the ladies, there's like 25 ladies in the pool with this woman. In the, most, the most pristine and beautiful location you could ever possibly imagine. Just so peaceful. There's yeah. birds chirping. And there's this lady with a bullhorn walking around the oh, outside no. of this pool going, Four! Five, oh. six, keep it up, ladies. Seven. And Scotty and I were just like laying around in hammocks, going, "This cannot be happening right now." You should have, you should have gave her a mushroom. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I you know they made yeah. psil- they decriminalized psilocybin in Denver, which is where we in uh, Colorado, which is where we were the night before. So we had some nice tea last night after dinner. We had a nice band and crew dinner. They had a really nice restaurant there, and they did manage all of our. Dietary restrictions. Yeah. Bless them. Well, what is that? Let, let, let's get into food. Um, mine, I, I'll just eat whatever. You'll eat anything. Yeah, yeah. Fat he prefers it anything. to come out of a package, if possible. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you, we, I remember 20 years ago you telling me, I think I would eat anything that came out of a package. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, um, but I'm not, my, my home does not have anything in packages anymore right we, yeah of course we, not zia will eat um anything but not all at the same time so maybe this month she's not doing a certain number of things and the next month she'll remove other things and so that's always a bit confusing pete doesn't like food he finally admitted he just doesn't like it and uh so he's fine with a salad he'll just have a salad fatty and i'll eat anything we love it yeah we do it and well, you look good for me in anything, Fad. And well, you we look like, healthy. We like, to eat, we like to eat nice foods, you know. I'm, by anything, I just mean I don't have. Would you go into McDonald's if there was nothing else around? If there was nothing else around, I would eat some maccas. I <laughs> would go. Scottish food isn't as bad as everyone says it is. It's haggis. Yeah, it's, well, that's what these burgers are. Yeah, Big Mac, Mac, McDonald's, Mac. Something. You oh, know, it's, it's, it's a, a Scottish company. Re- it's a Scottish restaurant. It's a Scottish chain. <laughs> Scott, chain of Scottish food restaurants. Um, I love. I love. I love fast food. I mean, God, I don't. You know, my, I, I, uh, I, I, I slip in there and get myself a Big Mac, large fry, and a huge amount of soda pop every probably once a month. Yeah, a nice milkshake. Yeah, oh, yeah. And if I'm in an airport, I have to get a double Whopper, double cheese. I go to the other one, the rival company, the king of burgers. But then you only eat half of it, though. You just like the... Yeah, yeah. I don't want to put away a whole thing like that. It's bigger than my hand, or both my hands. Are... It's probably half the size of my head, if you really think about it. You can't, well, you can't eat that much. Double Whopper, double cheese. Well, I mean, there's a lot of people who can down one of them with no problem. Are That's you what... one of those guys? No. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. I can eat, yeah, but I don't 
I choose not to go into them places. Do you have any of those new modern dietary dietary restrictions? Well, a lot of what I eat is is veggie stuff, but I like bison, mm. and I like salmon. Gamey. Yeah, bison is a gamey. Salmon is nice. You know, in Oregon, are you gonna are you gonna move to Oregon? Right, you're saying you're talking about how you're gonna move north or close to Oregon. Yeah, you'll love the salmon. It is the best in the world. The finest salmon mm -hmm. in all of the land. Actually, it's not in the land. It's any in, land, anywhere. It's in, the, it's in the ocean, though, isn't it? The known universe. The known universe. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the greatest salmon in the You go to Jake's. Universe. you got to go to Jake's. I think they get the first pick of the, of salmon. the salmon. I think McCormick and I think, uh, I think McCormick and Schmicks bought them, and they don't. They're just oh, really? <laughs> oh, God. No. Let's play some music before everyone falls Good, asleep. I, yeah, thank you. <laughs> We're going to play the Dandy Warhols Be Alright from the new album, Why Are You So Crazy? We're here with Courtney and Fatted. Take it away. You're listening to Jonesy's Jukebox on KLOS. That was John Lennon, Oyoko, with Chuck Berry doing the uh, harmonica at the end. A lot of people don't know that. Who? Chuck Berry. That harmonica... Yeah, freak out was, I had never even heard that before. No, well, no, I just made it up. Nobody, because we were talking about. No, Chuck I've Berry. never heard. I've never actually noticed. Oh, that. Yeah, harmonica. yeah, yeah. Never even noticed. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I don't think I have. Yeah, weird. I think most radio stations talk over that stuff. Yeah, yeah they, they, they fade, fade it. it out. They fade it. Oh, the tops and the bottoms of song. I wonder who did play the harmonica. It was probably John Lennon. I would John, imagine. Probably, probably John. Or maybe it was Yoko. It kind of sounds a bit Yoko. -y. It sounds pretty Yoko. <laughs> it does. Uh, it is John. What else? Oh, uh, Johnny's only dancing. That's a great song. Do you know that one, Courtney? I'm John. I'm only dancing by Bowie. Yeah, it was a single. Yeah, I I, I didn't relate to that song at all. John, I'm only dancing. Yeah, no. Okay. Is it not my style? Okay. Can't please. David did a lot of, Can't he was a real you. theater guy. You know, he wasn't a real rocker. He was a theater guy. Mm. That was his thing. He loved theater. And he, he, you know, Scott, Scott Walker was his, was basically his Elvis, you know. You think so? Oh, absolutely. Well, I know, I know so. Anthony Newley was a big part of his uh, voice thing. No, I've never heard of him. Anthony Newley. And a lot of people ain't. But he, I've, uh, if you hear Anthony Newley, and then, then you hear Bowie. You definitely have nicked some of his licks. Mm. No, yeah. Oh, well, that's that yeah. Stuff. That's not very Scott Walker. No, <clears throat> the late Scott Walker. Yeah, a huge English phenomenon just never happened here. Yeah, I don't think. Uh, I think it was a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors with that guy because I don't. I, a lot of his other stuff, I didn't. I never. It, yeah. I never heard a song that moved me by Scott Walker. Right. Um, and I, I didn't understand what what moved David so much about it, but he did. He really copped a lot from oh, that guy. Interesting. But Bowie was, you know, he was. I don't know. All of you Englishy types um, have a have a huge, and the Beatles, I think, were, you know, hugely affected by the by Gilbert and Sullivan. It seems like a bigger influence um, than anyone would ever ever bother to mention. But show tunes are such a huge oh, show part of, tunes. of English. Yes, there were these guys, Gilbert and Sullivan. Well, there was a guy who came <clears> in the <throat> 70s called Gilbert O'Sullivan. 
That's funny. Who had a bunch of hits, like pop songs, ah. that you'd probably know. I'd, that's the only bloke I know called Gilbert and Sullivan. Gilbert O'Sullivan. Mm, interesting. Yeah, he was, was like he was a, Scottish the too. Music Man, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Gilbert yeah. and Sullivan. Yeah, they were huge. I mean, they were just massive. Mm. Probably the, the one of the biggest shows. songwriting duos of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I didn't understand that growing up that rock bands would have show tunes, Octopus's Garden or Maxwell Silverhammer or whatever. Or uh, even it. even like Fool on the Hill or some sort of seems like it's out of a theater production. Yeah. Yeah. The Velvet Underground, I'm waiting for the man. Beautiful. Then we had the Dandy Warhols, Be All Right, from Why Are You So Crazy album. It just happened to be uh, playing tonight at the Ace Hotel with the Cosmonauts and the Vacant Lots. Downtown, Julie Brown. Yeah, I hear this theater is gorgeous. It is. That's great. I love a beautiful hall that seems appropriate for... The big United Artist. The the front, I've only seen the front of it when we jumped in our Uber, but it looks beautiful. The marquee is so cool. Yeah, United Art, that would have been their screening, or their theater, I guess. Yeah. Did, did they all have theaters and back in the day? The, all the big... With the big spotlight outside. MGM would have had their own theater, too, right? I, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. You I don't, don't get into the history of this place? Well, I know some things. But I've been here 35 years. Jeez. You know... And uh, I remember Santa Monica Boulevard, where there used to be a railroad track going down the middle, like where uh, Norms, wow. where, uh, not Norms, um, Dukes used to be in the Tropicana Hotel. There's actually a, a picture of uh, Joan Jett standing outside on the railway tracks in the middle. There mm. used to be a lot of railway tracks in LA. I know that Was much, and, tr and ra trams. Back in the day, was uh, so what year you moved? Uh, eighty five or eighty six? John Jet picture that you moved here. Oh, 84? I'm not a very good mathematician here. No, nor am I. Um, and I could be lying too. Was it pretty fun in the eighties here? Yeah, yeah, better. Well, hair better metal. Than... There was you know filthy McNasties, and there was a lot of. Did you get into that scene? Were you down there at the on Sunset? Oh yeah. They totally. must have loved you. I mean, all the met all those, all those hair metal bands. They all, all ripping off your guitar style. Yeah, they felt that they were the next, you know, torch bearers of punk rock. Of, you know, they all. Well, Poison kind of thought it was a little punky. Well, well Poison, so Molly, Poison yeah. was doing your guitar lick on every one of their songs on that first album. Yeah, yeah classic glam yeah. punk. But it was a lot. It was a lot of fun back then. But when I first came to LA, have you seen the movie Shampoo? Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty. No, I don't think my parents allowed me to watch it. Anyway, it's in the mid sixties, early seventies maybe, and he's on a he's a hairdresser and he drives around on Warren Beatty on a Triumph motorcycle, no helmet, and there's just no traffic, no traffic anywhere. And it weren't because it was doing it for the movie. They've just when I first got here, there was no traffic. In uh, and I come here prior to that around uh, seventy eight, seventy nine, and I went to the Starwood. 
and I saw the Mac when they just started breaking, and there was just mm. no traffic. Yeah. Everyone thought it was uncool to be here, like everybody. Yeah. It was like an uncool place. Oh, it's phony. That place is phony. They still say stuff like that, but, but and they'd, they'd be right. But there's so many bleeding people here right now. Yeah. 80% are douchebags. <laughs> I think that's everywhere. You think so? Yeah. Even in Oregon? Yeah, Oregon's getting... Oh, yeah, it's condo course. land, and people are moving there. Well, I, I mean, we, I, I would like to see the numbers, but everybody says it's all the Californians moving up there. But it's it's a lot of retirees. It's mall shoppers. You know, Portland was a very hippie town. It was where all the hippies from San Francisco moved after the... 1970, after the hippie thing failed to produce any, you know, obvious results and make everyone equal. So um, live off the land, whatever. So they actually moved, you know, Kesey and his whole mob um, moved up to the Springfield-Eugene area and a lot of more in Portland. So, you know, being a punker, new waiver kid in the 80s, you just hung out a lot with these older people that were hippies and owned bars or vintage junk stores or made jewelry or, you know, it was like the holy modal rounders who were the thugs. And uh, that was a whole other, that was a, a whole scene. They were living up in the hills and, you know, being trippers. And, yeah, it was it was cheap to live there. And now it's condoed out and it's really... It's expensive, Oregon, now. Portland is. Portland is definitely... Do you still like living there? I Yeah, I mean, I've carved out my little niche. Yeah. And I live very close to everything I have to do. So I don't, I don't really get on the freeway very much. Um, and that's so I, I can, but yeah, no, I, I, it doesn't, it does I like, I grew up in a dirty, small, depressed, economically depressed, declining population, working class town, and that's what I'm used to, and that's what I would like to live in still. And I, like, I tried, like for instance, like where, uh, well, that's where I, I grew up. Portland was a armpit, you know, and so I moved. What was it? The logging, logging place years yeah, ago. Yeah, steel logging, of Hence. course. Hence Stumptown, your coffee there. Yeah, a lot of trees. Uh, so I moved outside uh, into southwest Washington to a small town to try to live for a few years like like a kind of uh, no curbs, gravel lots, just open, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and I did not enjoy it that much because there's just in this, the small town mentality still exists. And yeah. you still have to deal with a Got lot it. of that's must, that's, closed-minded. Yeah, if, like, if I moved there... And then that starts happening. I'd be like, I'd want to like, what did I just do? Yeah. Well, my friend, stuck. my friend John Fell is uh, is ready for you to move to Portland and be his neighbor. He's like, I want to be that guy's neighbor, and he's the best guy in the world. So uh, you, we'll we'll find you a house. You can do the the good neighbor to him every morning. You know, on the back porch, you can look over at his. You know, give him one of those from the temple, single finger from the temple. Yeah. And uh, you know, see each other. You know, mow the lawn and whatever it'll be great I would definitely want a few acres though personally mm-hmm. so I don't have to hear someone brushing their teeth next door right alright I'll get my team on it get on it yeah no no, no less than five acres I think you should move to Ashland Oregon actually oh it's cool no I heard it's not that great that place it's got the Shakespeare Festival it's it's yeah. probably the best place in the world it'd be a pretty big transition from LA to Ashland though. is it like kind of hippie hippie yep tights and boots with bells on 
lots of fairy boots maybe i don't know but there's also a redneck contingent and it's for a small town it's the most elevated intellectual yeah, yeah. like it's 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 a smart cool college town that's outgrown just being a college town because it has yeah. this massive like-minded people massive shakespeare the food's great there great restaurants great everything it's Richie I Blackmore like, tour there? I wouldn't mind moving there. I probably, I should probably think about that, actually. We're going to play another uh, one of your songs. I'm just going to go to the beach. I'm going to retire at the beach somewhere. Okay. Yeah. Thanks for that. Is that okay? Uh, yeah. Well, you're acting fat. You're happy where you are? Yeah, I'm fine. I already kind of live near the beach, so it's okay. As long as there's food, you're all right. I'm fine. You all the care. colors go to gray. All the edges get worn off of uh, things. Oh, that's Beach is a great place to get oh, old. I'll kill myself. Um, let's play the Danny Walls. Next thing I know. Why are you from the album? You so crazy. Thanks, man. Good. They're playing tonight. They're rocking it. The guys are playing tonight at the Ace Hotel. Yeah, it'll be awesome. With Cosmonauts and the vacant lots. Take it away, son. You're listening to Jonesy's jukebox on Calaways with my guest, the Dandy Warhols. In fact, that was the Dandy Warhols. Next thing I know from the album, Why Are You So Crazy? They're playing tonight at the Ace Hotel with the Cosmonauts and the Vacant Lots. We're going to visit the Duke when we come back. Are we going to jam or anything or not? I don't know. We can talk about it and see what you want to do. Or just something, you know, whatever. Just... Yeah, we haven't given it any thought. We've been. No, that's, that's right. We've been not ourselves. Lately. I know, you bleeding mushrooms. We'll see you in a minute. That was America, Ventura Highway. And then we had Loretta Lynn and Jack White. Portland, Oregon. From the album... Oh, jeez. Val, Leah, Rose. Beautiful. And uh, I've convinced uh, the chaps... To do a little uh, ad lib, we're just gonna like kind of. You know, I went to a jazz college. You did? Yeah, that's why I'm particularly snooty about my jazz. So you like jazz? I never really did, but it was just the best music school. So uh, should we play some free form jazz then? Yeah, why don't you just that's lay down something sexy, sassy? That's Steve. what I'm talking about. I think that's, that's your middle name. What's the Flintstone song? What did he say? Yabba dabba do.
Michelle, Michelle, come out of your head. Love, hope, glory, glory, hope, Fanta, great Fanta. questions I wanted to ask you. I asked you about the, the phaser, the hippie flanger pedal. We didn't talk about that on the air, did we? Oh, uh, Anarchy in the UK, which got us into this whole hippie thing, uh, that you used a very hawkwind-sounding uh, hippie flanger on Anarchy in the UK, the, maybe that or God Save the Queen of the most archetypal punk songs, which makes you a sneaky hippie. And tell, tell the... Tell the Tell the tell the people the people what um, what pedal that was that you used. The pedal was a Phase 90 Phase out The 90 You will Be a fake Punk Rocker Fake punk rocker I'm just a phony Baloney Don't take Mushrooms Brown rice And I stretch a lot And I hug I like rain, the elements, all the elements, what is happening to the elements? Right. Okay. That was really satisfying. That went nowhere, but it was fantastic. Leave this drug off. We're gonna play some Hawkwind, baby. Yeah, I do. You ready to rock and roll? Oh, is it rock and roll, Hawkwind? And we're saying goodbye to you rock guys wind. too, so you can go and have a nap. Yeah. How I about that, Courtney? Hit the bus and hit lovely Bunky and shall I have a nice nappy? Should I plug you again? Yeah, please do. The Dandy Warhols are playing tonight at the Theater Ice Ballroom. Mm -hmm. There'll be a major rager on the rooftop afterwards with Zia DJing. It'll be really fun. Party. Yeah. Party. Thanks well, for coming by. Thanks for having us. I'm always so flattered that you'll bother to have us I know. And take I, some of your precious time. And... I do play you guys a lot. You know That's that, right? That's cool. Yeah. Do you know that? I do now. You didn't know that before? Um, yeah, no, I had, a, I had an idea. Yeah. I play you guys a lot. Appreciate that, man. We Thank you. We make good records. We've always made good records. Of, we've always been studio heads, and we've always owned our own studio. We've never really made a record in a studio where you pay for time. So yeah. Lots of time to make records really tricked out and detailed. Time. What is time? 
Cool. It's a measurement of the distance between events, Steve. We're going to play Hawk and talk about time, silver machine. Wow. I see what time you I thought you were actually asking me what time No, it's to make, uh, you know. Oh, you were sagging into our Hawkwind moment. Leading up, baby. Okay, I like it. Up. Jonesy's Jukebox, Carl OS. See you in a minute. Jonesy's Jukebox, Carl OS. That's the knack. That's what the little girls do. Before that was cream. Tales of brave Ulysses. Fantastic lyrics. If you call them lyrics, it's more like just a bunch of random stuff shout out there. But I love all that stuff. Mr. Shovel has some info. Yeah, we're going to give away some tickets for the Dandy Warhols. Uh, KLOS and Jonesy's Jukebox are presenting them tonight at the Theater at Ace Hotel. And uh, you can still buy tickets, but we're going to give away a pair to caller 13 right now at 800-955-KLOS. And those are provided by Live Nation. Fantastic. When we come back, a little bit more rock and roll. Is there any songs with mushroom in them? We'll find them. If there's a, if there's a way, we'll find them. See you in a minute. You're listening. You've been listening. You'll always bleed and listen. Do you hear me? So Jones's Jukebox and KLOS. That was the Modern Lovers. Actually, just Modern Lovers. That was a track called Roadrunner. Sex Pistols did a pretty cool version of that. An improv to when we were in the studio at Wessex Studio. We were just messing about, me, John, and Cookie. Sid was in hospital, and we were kind of laying down tracks, and we just went on, just uh, did a little medley with Johnny Be Good and started playing Roadrunner. Anyway, Jonathan Richmond, who, who created that beautiful song, He's 68 today, Mr. Richmond. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Black Angels, Bad Vibrations, Steve Miller, Serenade, Arctic Monkeys, Why'd You Only Call Me When You're High? Small Faces, Ichiku Park, I believe that was about taking certain kind of psychedelias. Jefferson Aeroplane, well, we know that's about taking all kinds of weird nonsense. Hippie stuff. That track's called White Rabbit. Even the title should is code for uh, mushrooms. I just made that up. But it's the truth, because I said it on the radio. Uh, Mr. Shovel has some info. Yeah, we're going to qualify somebody for the 5K Friday. We'll take caller 25 right now at 800-955-KLOS. You win a pair of tickets, two-day GA passes to the Doheny Blues Festival this weekend, the 18th and 19th at Sea Terrace Park in Dana Point. And then you'll get in the running for the $5,000 that we're giving away this Friday at 5.30 with Gary Moore. And those tickets are provided by the Doheny Blues Festival. We'll be back tomorrow at 12 Bells Friday. And uh, I'm going to sort my toilet out. It's all clogged up. It doesn't end, man. Never own a house, let me tell you. Never own a house. It's just uh, one thing after the other. It's the roots, it's the roots, and it's the mushrooms in the roots, and it's just uh, no time to relax. Anyway, quality problem. I'll see you tomorrow at 12 Bells. 